0: D.K. Guy Go, Presented by Bones Brothers Media. Let's start with a list, shall we? A Luke list of players we had in our top plays last week. Welcome to the program. My name is Edge. Follow me on Twitter and TikTok. Golf Guy WV on the pod last week. We had Bones DK say in his first bit of analysis that you could not go wrong by playing Big Z John Rom. Turned out to be a fact. We discussed Ryan Palmer, a clear value play. Lanto Griffin, we thought had something special. Put us through the ringer this uh, last weekend, but eventually got through at three under. Hey, smoke if you got him. Grayson Sig was the flyer of the week. He gets through. Hopefully that made you a six for six. Three times in the last 4 weeks that's 3 times in the first 4 weeks I should say of the PGA season Bones DK has nailed the outright winner in his top plays he puts out a cheat sheet each week twitter make sure you get on it it's out there wednesday and uh we nailed our man Luke List this weekend winning in dramatic fashion so the the, the family off to a great start here and I'll be completely transparent with you I got Uh, Six and a half units invested this year on DraftKings. I've got back 12 units, so I'm up five and a half units. I don't know if Bones, DK, and Wildman can be as transparent because they may want to keep the IRS out of this conversation. But guys, we are off to a great start. Bones, DK, joining us from Wheeling, West by God, Virginia. Are you up in Pittsburgh this weekend, Bones, DK? I'm in West Virginia
1: today, and hey, man, that energy last week, I told you, man, I was fired up, and I was yelling at the camera, and it it came true. Zalatoris, List, Rom, those are all good plays, and I'm feeling just as good this week, man. So let's get right to it, and I'm I'm feeling great for the top plays and all our analysis this week.
0: Wild man, it's a somber day in the St. Petersburg area as Tom Brady has finally hung up the helmet. It almost feels like more like he's died than he's retired, the way people are eulogizing him today. But what's the energy like down there, and how do you feel about your picks, both last weekend and this weekend? Well,
2: first, of, first of all, I want to say that we follow all rules on the Bones DK podcast. Uh, but yeah, can you believe it? I'm, I'm able to walk today. The day that Tom Brady retired, I can't I'm, I'm apparently the only person in the city that's, uh, you know, able to get on their two feet today for crying out loud. But a uh, uh, guy's been here for about, what, 100 days and he's and he's uh, I mean, they're, they're flying banners of him over the
0: little longer than the- that. Two years, one Super Bowl championship, yeah. but he did burn New England in his retirement uh Instagram never even thanked the New England Patriots or anything like that. That's an interesting story for another podcast. Let's get into this week's golf tournament, the 2022 AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Another unique setup here, wild man. Three courses. They're going to play Pebble Beach, Spyglass, Monterey Peninsula, and then they're going to uh, circle back to Pebble Beach for Sunday. Another decent field. You've got a previous winner here, Jordan Spieth, uh Cantlay, number 4 in the world right now, Big Z. Just big news about him just uh, COVID it out. So he's out this year, but you have this year or last year's winner. I should say Daniel Berger in there as well. A lot of guys we love on this podcast to talk about shortly. It's considered a short course here though, wild man. So, you know, are, are the long hitters, the guys we're going for this week, is it going to be a putting contest? What can you tell us about the format? It's also a pro-am just give us some information about the layout, the course, the format this week.
2: Yeah. You just hit the most important thing. I think uh, there at the end that this is also a pro-am. So not only is it, you know, that three course 54 hole, uh, roundabout, but, uh, they're going to be playing with celebrities. This court, this uh, field has gotten weaker and weaker and weaker over the years because of that, because of the media presence, because of the social media, because of, you know, you got Bill Murray shooting a pool cue two footer on a, on an actual PGA tour event. Sure. So there aren't a lot of guys that are skipping this because, uh, the rounds get a little drawn out and, and, you know, it's not, uh, uh, the focal point of their season. However, one other thing to note too, just in case you're watching, it's T60 and ties this week make the cut rather than T65 for some reason. Uh, so they're trimming off five more guys. But yeah, it's a short uh, hitter's course. There is no premium on driving distance or really driving accuracy. Uh, it's well, Pebble Beach at least is well below the tour average in driving distance, as well as Monterey Peninsula and uh, Spyglass. So You're getting POA greens this week, and it should be a short iron um, type of type of tournament. You've seen guys like Ted Potter, Vaughn Taylor, uh, Nick Taylor. uh, You know, Phil Mickelson's always been a genius with a wedge. So you're going to get guys like that in contention. Certainly a tournament where a long, uh, longer odds player can do damage.
0: Mickelson, a five-time winner. But yeah, a lot of guys get a rare win out here uh, for their first win sometimes on the PGA Tour season. All right, uh, Bones DK. let's just get right into it, man, because Zalatoris is out. He was the second-ranked golfer this week on DraftKings. So you got Cantlay, who is the top golfer, rightfully so, 11200 but then a big drop-off, $700 to the second guy then, the defending champion, Daniel Berger. Jordan Spieth at 10-3, a lot of people like him this week. And then uh, I'll throw out Jason Day. He is a little under $10,000 at 9-9, nine, nine, but he's a top-tier guy here, 12-time PGA Tour
1: winner. Any of these guys that you're going to build your lineup around here? Yeah, for sure, Edge. Um, It's going to be tough to fade Jason Day this week. I mean, coming off a third last week in really good form, literally owns this course, a seventh, fourth, fourth, second and third since 2017. So there is going to be chalk. And as if anyone's paying attention, chalk has been hitting this year. So I'm not too worried about Jason Day. I would play him in most of my lineups. Um, You know, I'm a big Patrick Cantley fan. He's finally up there in price. Um, there's not really – he has a great chance to win this tournament, but I think there's more value that we'll uh, talk about down here a little bit lower. Um, and then Daniel Berger, I think he's probably the strongest play in this 10K range, in my opinion, uh, coming off a fifth and a first in his two appearances here. I love this guy. He's really dialed in with his irons, and he just hits every fairway and every green, so he's really hard to fade in any tournament.
0: Wild man, what about these top-tier guys? You like any of them? Anything you can add to what Bones DK said?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really like Berger. Obviously the win last year speaks for itself, but that win was uh, without um, uh, the pro-am last year. You know, it was only pros that were playing in the event due to COVID. Um, And they also only did a uh, 36-hole rotation rather than 54. So something to think about there. But uh, Berger's coming in with good form. I mean, he's in the fairway. He's on the green. Feels like all the time. So um, definitely a guy that I'm probably going to be – strongly considering starting with Uh, i do agree that you know this 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 type of format does kind of take those top tier skill sets out of play because these guys are pros you know and i mean when there's not a premium off the tee a lot of them can play well with a wedge but but i also look at jason day and here's why perhaps no more uh than a perhaps no place other than augusta what i say that course history matters so much because of the elements at this pebble beach Pro Am, playing with these pros and playing with all this different media attention and the different crowds and the antics of larry the cable guy and stuff like that so i am looking at guys with strong finishes here for that uh not not to mention how well they play but actually being able to deal with those elements that are going to be surrounding it so days a guy you know coming off a good finish kind of forgot about him right over the last couple of uh pga tour seasons but but certainly has what it takes here. So I, I can get behind day.
0: All right. The $9,000 tier, you know, we're a couple of weeks before Valentine's day here Buns Bones DK, but these are guys on this podcast we have loved and made and have made us a lot of money. So I'm interested to see how you feel about a guy like Maverick McNeely, who by the way, 99 under par in PGA events in California, the last three seasons His a five-time winner has won four out of the five times in California but he might be very highly owned. I'm interested to see what you have to say about Maverick McNeely at 9-8. We got Justin Rose at 9-6. Tringali, who might be a sneaky pick this week at 9-5. Seamus Power, our boy, at 9-4. Fitzpatrick at 9-2. Strelman, who's been off to a great start. Uh, I'm sorry, not Strelman. I was thinking of Leishman. Strylman's at 9-1. And Kisner, our boy, is at nine thousand. So who do you like out of this, tier? Bones? Are you building your lineup starting with any of these guys?
1: Yeah, so last week I I was pretty much set on Ramon Zalatoris. This week I'm still actually digging a little bit how I'm going to construct my my build this week. But man, Maverick McNeely, Seamus Power, our favorite guys, right? But you know, Edge, I think we were on them a little early before everyone was on them. And now they're up in price. All of a sudden, Maverick McNeely is 9,800, Seamus Power, 9,400 that is man that's a lot for these guys um this is a weaker field but that's a lot to pay up i think cameron tringali is probably the best uh pivot off both those guys um i think he has a great chance coming off a seventh uh in this tournament last year and coming off a good tournament last week maverick mcneely that is the toughest decision i'm gonna have to make a fifth and a second here but 9800 that is a lot of money for this guy I think my, uh, my two favorite plays are Cameron uh, Tringali and Kevin Streelman, which Wildman will talk about. But I think Power and McNeely are a fade this week for me. I'm actually going to say it here. They are just up there in price. Everyone loved these guys. I think there's other places you can play.
0: Interesting to say that about McNeely um, because he has been so fantastic in California, Wildman where are you at on this guy cuz last week we had homa and we thought homa was going to do something because of the california vibe you know is the same california vibe going with mcneely or are we going to get a letdown out of him this week perhaps
2: i think you know i think having maverick mcneely as your flagship player in draftkings is dangerous i mean you can't argue the stats right that 99 under par stat is legit i feel like i saw a lot from him on sunday last week at the farmers that maybe is adding to my fade feeling, you know, he kind of buckled under the pressure, which we've seen him do. He's had some good finishes, obviously at Pebble beach. And then, you know, at RBC heritage, which is also a uh, shorter course with small greens. I believe he's got a top five there as well. So there's not a whole lot to argue about him other than, you know, a guy that's approaching that 10 K range in DraftKings. Um, you know, you'd like to see him have maybe a win or two on the card before you start playing him as your flagship player um i do like tringali you know tringali's got that look of a pga tour winner uh, but he has not won either and i I believe he's played more events on the pga tour than anybody without a win or or something along those lines so he seems like he might be due and he's kind of got that dj look to him that tall lean athletic build that um you know can interesting really really hit it well with a wedge and and when those irons are dialed in man he's He's a hard guy to um, a miss. But the guy we want to talk about is Streelman here, okay? We talked about him, I think, a week or two ago where we said there's just certain courses that are Kevin Streelman courses. This is one of them, particularly because he plays with Larry Fitzgerald in the Pro-Am. They're good buddies. They played together for several years here. They've correlated to, I believe, winning the Pro-Am um, together as well as Streelman with good finishes. So maybe a guy that's coming in that really enjoys this week and embraces it gets to play with his buddy, and those guys can feed off each other. Obviously, if, if you know, you have any pressure on the line, you'd want a guy like Larry Fitzgerald standing next to you uh, through some of those pressure putts. So I um, like Streelman a lot this week.
0: Another interesting take there out of Wildman. Tringali, I thought you were going to say, you started talking. He's just so – got that DJ look. He's tall. He's lean. I was like, well – he is a handsome man, I guess, Wild man. I didn't know that that factored into your analysis here. Um, I can't jump down to the $8,000 tier, bones DK without you saying something about Kisner here, though, at $9,000. I mean, you said it. You know, paying $9,400 for Seamus Power is a little crazy. $9,000 for Kisner seems like a value pick.
1: Yeah, I like Kevin Kisner. I mean, look at his history. A cut, 28th, 38th. Um, you know, I think he's a little bit – he's a great play. No one's going to own him, Edge. Um, I like that take a lot um i don't know if i'm going to get to him necessarily but i think he's a he's a great play this week
0: let's jump out down then into the eight thousand dollar range again some value here some sneaky plays ryan palmer at eight thousand nine hundred i think he's a little overpriced perhaps lanto at eight eight bazood our boy at eight seven i think he could be a sneaky play hasn't missed a cut since november 2020 or maybe only one cut since november 2020 harman Our boy at 86, Hogue at 85, Hughes at 84, Pereira at 83, McCarthy 82, Hoffman making his first appearance on the 2022 Bones DK podcast, Charlie Hoffman at 81, and then our boy Matt Jones, who had a good start to the season at 8,000. Where's
1: the value here, Bones DK? You know, I might be going back to my boy Lanto Griffin, believe it or not. Um, I like what I saw out of him on his Sunday last week, and he actually gained on approach 3.5. Um, he had a third at the Amex. So, listen, people might be distraught because he he didn't have the best tournament last week. He made the cut, ended up with a 7-under on Sunday with an eagle. So I'm gonna, I, I like Lanto Griffin a lot. I think he's a, a play I'm going to go back to this week. Another guy I love for the whole entire year, Mito Pereira. This guy is awesome, man. Uh, he's just gaining every week. He, he didn't do too well at the RSM Classic, but I'm not looking too much into that. Look at his stats before that, gaining 6.2, 5.6, 5.2, 3.7. He's one of the best par-5 players in all of golf, and he also scores a ton of drafting points, coming off three straight top 30s. I think there's a chance of a breakthrough win for Mito at this tournament, actually.
0: That's good stuff right there, Bones DK. What about Harmon? Wild man. Do we like him this week at 86?
2: Yeah, I like Harmon. I mean, I, again, I think the course sets up well for him, smaller greens, less trouble off the tee um that he could play well here and and you know we said it before he was a guy we were dialing up in majors we dialed him up a couple of weeks ago I know uh Dame Jackson took advantage of it maybe it's another Harmon week um but a guy that I'll I'll mention here is Poseidon how our, our boy our favorite guy uh, he rates out in the top five in both wedge categories that I'm looking at this week and also number two in my custom stat model um he tends to be a guy that gets very, very uh, out of control off the tee, in at a tournament where you don't have to grip and rip drivers all the time. I expect him to have more shots in play off the tee. It's that simple. And uh, if that means that he's got wedges in his hand on a lot of holes in the fairway, I'll bet I'll put some money on the fact that I think he can he can stuff him in there. Um, um, you know, you, we talked about power. We talked about McNeely, right? Would anybody? Really, really bet that McNeely's a better player than Poseidon I I doubt it. So maybe a good spot to take 1200 bucks in savings there. Um, and, and, you know, for an equal player of talent.
0: All right, just a couple more. I mean, there's a bunch of guys here, Bones DK, at the seven to $8,000 range. Some notable names that have been on this podcast, though, before Lucas Glover, 78. We've got Kucher at 76. Damon at 75. Cam Champ is also in there at 75. Uh, I thought I, yeah, there he is. Stuart Sink, 73. A lot of guys. I don't want to run through them all. Who's your uh, bread and butter
1: here between 7,000 and 8,000? And I might be going back to Michael Thompson, even though he totally let us down when I was huge on him, man. Uh, I was touting his name at the American Express and just totally crapped the bed, 277s. But, hey, finished back up with an 11th place. So I really do like Michael Thompson. Uh, He has really good history here. So I'm big on course history this week, guys. I think it's one of those courses that uh, it just is different with course history this week. It's heavy in my model. And another guy, uh, Russell Knox, has – I think three top 20s here with a miscut. I like what I saw at the Sony Open coming out of the seventh. Um, I'm not looking too much into the American Express, but 21 birdies in the seventh place at the Sony Open is good enough for me. Uh, let's load up Russell Knox at this tournament.
0: TW, man, who you got in this $7,000 range?
1: Yeah, sometimes I
2: wonder, like, do you think any of these guys are paying attention to Twitter? Or, or like, the, the yes, meeting? Guys, I do.
0: Like, yeah, I do.
2: Michael Thompson... You know, half the people didn't even know who he was, right? He comes out with that big grizzly beard. And then all of a sudden, he becomes ultra chalk the one week where he collapses. You know, I wonder if he was paying attention to that. But I don't know. Thompson's a guy that that makes me a little nervous. Um, I do like Lucas Glover. If you've ever watched this podcast before, every time I talk about him, I talk about him from like 150 in. Uh, and he, his bugaboo has always been the putter. He seems to have a, a decent putter. Perhaps he worked on the stroke in the offseason over the holidays. Um, so he's a guy that can get hot with the putter, um, and, and he's usually in there well with his irons. Glover's a guy I would strongly consider down here. Uh, and then Coocher. I, I just saw a stat posted by somebody where Coocher is one of, like, five players who have gained the most strokes on Poa Green's over the last X amount of rounds. So, um, nine time PGA tour winner, I believe. And, uh, you know, has played in us opens here. He's played in the Pebble beach pro-am here. So he's seen the course a couple different ways. Um, guy I'd be considering as well.
0: We're going to come right back to you for your flyer of the week, but bones DK, anybody else that
1: you want to mention that we haven't talked about up to this point? Man, those were pretty good takes out of Wildman there. Uh, I had no idea about Glover and Coocher. Really in good form there. So uh, good takes there, Wildman. I have to say, this is Wildman's tournament. I, I, I'm serious. This guy knows this tournament more than anyone I know. So I, I'm listening to him more this week. Um, all my takes were based off what he told me earlier in the day. Um, so, man, just love the takes there, Wildman. I, I like Nick Taylor. Uh, here at 7300 he, he was one of my favorite players uh, in the very beginning when I started drafting his golf um, and he finally won and I wasn't on him I mean it was one of the most heartbreaking moments in my life seeing Nick Taylor win for how many times I played him and he let me down that was brutal um, another guy I like is segala or Sigala excuse me here this guy you know someone told me about him a few weeks ago I started watching him gaining 3.8 last week the farmers I really like this week at 7,200. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and think uh, say he continues his form a 33rd and a 25th, 15 birdies, two eagles, 17 birdies, one eagle and 16 birdies and an eagle in his last three tournaments. That's all I need in three, uh, three guaranteed rounds for I love him this week.
0: Wild man, who is your flyer of the week?
1: Flyer of the
2: week 6,600. We know lefties can win here, right? Mickelson's won here many times. This guy's a lefty as well. Also of note, he's Australian. This course is right on the Pacific Ocean. Uh, those Pacific winds can kick up. So we like Aussies as it pertains to colder, uh, pardon me, windier courses. Um, and he's coming off a T21 last year at this event. It's Cameron Percy, 6,600 lefty. Love him with his wedge play and um, can make eagles as well
0: excellent i'll give you one final thought here bones dk that i want to bounce off you of. if you're talking about course history yeah then your auto play this week has to be jason day who has not finished outside the top 10
1: here in at least five occasions yeah i mean what what are you going to argue against it i mean he's coming off a third place he nearly won the tournament last week he's chipping in for eagle the guys are irons are dialed in a seventh fourth fourth second at play him. <laughs> He's not too expensive. That's what you need out of him and find the winner somewhere else if he doesn't win. On a personal yeah. note, go ahead, wild man. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I mean to add to that too, you know, his odds are pretty short to win. So like maybe you don't bet him outright. Right. Um but you know, there's there's really nothing to argue DraftKings wise. I mean, what what you know, he he statistically believe it or not hasn't been a great putter lately. But if you know Jason Day, and you knew him as the number one player in the world, you know, he had a putter that was lethal. And, you know, Edge, as you know, you're the man of a hundred rounds in a single season. You're your putting, your putting is always there. You know, you just need to find it. It's somewhat of an, an innate skill.
0: I'm still looking, thank you.
2: <laughs> I mean, look, look, it's it's confidence, right? The stroke yes. is kind of always there. It's whether or not you believe in yourself. And so. I wouldn't bet day to win the event uh, because it's, you know, he's 99% to not win, but uh, I'd fire him up at DraftKings. And then also I just want to slide this back door in to the same uh, note, Brant Snedeker, perhaps the hottest, streakiest putter of all time. Uh, you know, has been playing well, kind of sneakily playing well, missed the cut last week, but he just didn't, you know, he missed a couple of putts he should have made. So, I mean, look out for Snedeker too. Uh Snaker and Kutcher, maybe guys. There's just yeah.
0: clearly something Jason Day likes about this golf tournament. You know, he and, he's and Jason he, Day. Yeah, I mean Jason Day is just likes this tournament for whatever reason. We don't any, have that kind any, of insight. Anyone out
1: saying. there trying to say to fade Jason Day is just trying to like find like a dart throwing in case he misses the cut and withdraws, they're gonna be like, I told you so. <laughs> I told you, but it's it, it's fade him is stupid. It's it's dumb money if you try to fade him this week.
0: All right. Um, on a personal note. Wildman wild man just alluded to it. I did play 101 rounds of golf last year and my 2022 golf season is actually kicking off this Friday. We're going to the simulator. I have not swung a golf club. I've actually been having some problems with my hip and my sciatic nerve. I'm getting old. <laughs> Although Brady was is three years older than me and tossed 43 touchdowns and threw for 5,300 yards this year, but I have trouble getting out of bed. Um, I haven't swung a golf club since October 13th when I got one Oh one in. So it's been a nice long break. I don't know if I'm going to go after a hundred rounds. I don't want to get into this whole thing. I, I learned a lot about golf last year and about life by playing a hundred rounds. It took me way too long, spent way too much time doing it. Um, so I don't know what the goal is going to be for this year, but those of you that followed golf guy last year, we are back at it on Friday. We'll have a little blog or a little vlog. I should say from the, uh, from the simulator to see how it goes and make sure. I don't tear anything or hurt anything or or make sure I don't need an ambulance. So uh, we'll see how that goes on Friday. Uh, Bones, DK, any final thoughts before we sign off?
1: No, uh, refer to my top plays. There are a few guys I didn't mention that I probably will throw on there. So uh, refer to my top plays. Let's get four out of five weeks, guys. Let's go. Check those top plays out because I'll tell you what, right off the air last
0: week, Bones, DK, and I were kind of talking and I was like, Luke List looked really good on that fantasy model that you threw up during the show and bones DK kind of said, he's like, I really do like list a lot this week. So I went to the bar that night. I want to give a big shout out to Benji, by the way, uh, hosting a trivia game. Benji comes up to me. He's like, so who, you know, I listen to the podcast, anything you can tell me, you know, off air. I'm like, actually there is get on Luke list this week. And yeah. the guy won the tournament. I'm yeah. going to see Benji actually tonight. I'm looking forward to talking to him about that. TW man, 66, any final thoughts before we sign off?
2: That's a good one there. Yeah, what's that? What's that uh, uh, line from the doctor in Seinfeld when Costanza goes in and he and he has to relearn how to uh, walk, and the doctor says, uh, "It it appears that you have sustained a an elongated period of immobility, or or an elongated period of." sitting on the couch essentially that's edge right now
0: (laughs) that is that is well sitting in this chair we've been trying to do a lot of pod also man hey by the way to the audience we appreciate you guys listening please keep communicating with us also on social media we love the back and forth for tw man 66 bones dk golf my name is edge like i said follow me on twitter and tiktok golf guy wv the quest to something in my personal golf future find uh, that putting stroke Got to find that putting stroke for sure. Thanks for listening, and good luck this weekend at Pebble Beach. Wish we were there. I haven't seen grass here in West Virginia in about two weeks, guys. It's been all snow.
1: Cold. (laughs) This is is
0: a Bones Brothers Media production.